You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. We've heard about the hacks that potentially put the current US President Trump into office, and they were sponsored by a thing called the IRA, the Internet Research Agency, based in St. Petersburg in Russia. Clearly an example of what we are talking about before, mm-hmm. a state actor. Yeah. They uh, you know, possibly had a big influence. And one of the things that's sort of emerging as people look into the detail of how this was done, and the reason why they're looking at how it was done is because they want to prevent it being done again mm-hmm. in the, the next round of, of US elections, or in the coming federal election in Australia, which is set for May 2019, this year. One of the things that they're finding is that that in terms of influence, people are really influenced by um, images. It's more powerful than just a slogan or words. You know, like if you read a paragraph on your on a Facebook feed, uh, if it's backed up by a photo or a video, it's much more effective. You're much more engaging. And, and Instagram yeah. is about sharing photos and videos. Yeah, memes but as well, which memes, is the sort of text over a picture. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be, but that's the majority of things. Exactly, yeah. and this is exactly the sort of thing we're talking about. Going back to the IRA, the 2016 US election troll post garnered 183 million likes on Instagram, compared with only 37 million 600 thousand on Facebook. So clearly, Instagram was a more powerful tool. Mm. And, you know, an example of a meme that was put out there was there was an, an Instagram account called Army of Jesus. They posted an image of the Son of God imploring viewers to like if you believe or keep scrolling if you don't. And that little Instagram account set up by the Ruskies received almost 88,000 likes. Yeah, right. So memes, images are powerful. And one of the things that sort of emerged is that when Mark Zuckerberg was being grilled, to some extent grilled with short duration questions, but for several hours as he sat there in front of Congress last year mm. on his little cushion to make himself seem a bit bigger because <laughs> he's a pretty short little guy, they focused on very much on Facebook, yeah. but they didn't really drill down into the, the, the role played by Instagram, which mm. is owned by Facebook. And the suggestion is perhaps that, that Zuckerberg deliberately focused on Facebook to kind of spare Instagram the bad publicity, which you know afflicted Facebook and the share price. Because Facebook not being effective yes. as Instagram in comparison there. For yeah. this kind of thing, for memes, for powerful little images which can be directed to people, you know, they would set up little groups. They'd set up a fake account, then they'd appeal, they'd target a particular group. It might have been early 20s, um, new voting uh, black Americans. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, if they decided that they were likely to vote Democrat, mm-hmm. then they just actually discouraged them from voting. Mm. So rather than trying to persuade them away from what they you know, you know would, change would, their mind. Yeah. Cha- well, change their mind in whether they should vote or not. Exactly. Being that it's not compulsory over there to vote, yes. you, you only have to choose. So, so stay home, don't worry, don't go out. Here uh, in Australia, we have compulsory voting. There's arguments for both sides, I guess, to whether that's good or not. So it would be, I think, a little bit harder to, to change someone's position on something. And that's where we potentially would see quite disturbing images, which would really shock people because that maybe would send your, you know, your mind to flip that switch and go, actually, I need to support the other side of the argument, which could all just be propaganda coming from, you know, the state 
actors. And there's 9 million regular users of Instagram in Australia. So if Instagram was used by state actors or even by people within Australia, by political parties who were competing for, for, sure. for votes, yeah. then Instagram could well be, I mean, it will be a channel that, that uh, advertisers and marketers and stuff will use and try to take advantage of its influence to influence the outcome of the election. So Instagram has made some changes. They've introduced tools to sort of make it a bit more resistant to this kind of manipulation. If you've got a particularly post on Instagram that you want to find out about, there is a thing called About This Account, which has been added to the feed that you mm. look at, and that can tell you a little bit about you know who posted it and what their yeah. agenda is. So the idea is that you're potentially protecting users from sort of straight-out manipulation mm. by providing a bit of background. But then I would have thought the background information could be falsified anyway. Yeah. I, I, you know, well, uh, one of the things that came up was that uh, the Russians that paid for the advertising on Facebook were using rubles, yeah. and so there should have been a better vetting. I think it's been discovered that in the most recent midterm elections in the States, the tests that were done to, to check on whether their systems could catch this failed. So there were more Russians, you know, buying more, more ads. So I'm not sure that these systems are working. And the laws need to catch up a bit as well. Yeah. You were sort of saying off air before yeah. that uh, here in Australia particularly, we don't really have the, the digital laws in a similar way that we have print or radio type laws. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's special regulations which govern political advertising close to an election, but blackouts apply to broadcasters and not to print media or online services. So clearly the laws haven't caught up with mm. the role of social media and the fact that people now, you know, that's a, a, a big influence. So, you know, arguably um, more of an influence than, than print media media these days and possibly even more than television so the laws probably do need to be changed and updated to reflect the new reality but it's how you monitor and you're hurting cats in that scenario because whether it be a political party that does it directly whether they advertise on facebook and or instagram or another channel or then that goes through a third party which acts as you know smaller interest groups they do the advertising and how do you you know manage or monitor those Indeed. So it's it's a pretty interesting and disturbing time that we live in. Apparently, Facebook was used in the 2016 federal election in Australia to try to influence the outcome. There were memes feverishly posted, which, which showed Bill Shorten, who's the leader of the Labor Opposition Party, could well be the Prime Minister after the May election. He was posted in communist garb, and uh, the Australian Workers' Union used Scooby-Doo to suggest Malcolm Turnbull was Tony Abbott in disguise. So these sort of things have already been done in the 2016 election. You could only imagine that you know that it's going to be ramped up for future elections. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. You know, I remember when Barack Obama got in in 2008, I think it was, when he first got elected. His success, you know, in in uh, toppling the Republicans after two terms of uh, George W. Bush, the big success was the breakthrough was how he garnered social media mm. to full effect. Well, then eight years later, after when when uh, Trump Trump came along again. Social media was front and centre. Both sides tried to use it, but Trump clearly outgunned yeah. in in the sophistication of and and possibly with help from uh, possibly some state actors. Allegedly, yeah, yeah, that's that's alleged. It's not absolutely confirmed. Obviously, you know, proving any of this stuff is extraordinarily difficult. Requires a lot of money and and you know, it's time invested in in trying to determine conclusively. But clearly, that's the suggestion that that the Russians have been responsible for some of this manipulation. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.